0: Previously, on the Deep. The science team broke up into groups. Percy stayed in the moon pool room to assist with the launch of the submarine. Meanwhile, Joel asked Sid to accompany him back to the bunks. Once they were there, Sid got a shocking surprise. This is incredibly awkward, and it's very
1: visible on Joel when he does this, but he, like, goes to pull you in for, like, a
2: manhook. hook. Yeah and and Sid will do the the he'll do the pat with the one hand you know and mm-hmm. The other hand is just going to be kind of down by his side, you know, the...
3: As that happens, you immediately begin to absorb into Joel, and these tentacles begin to wrap around you, and your cells begin to die immediately, and you feel as your entire being is being sucked into this amorphous sort of liquid, and everything around you begins to go dark. And, Sid, you are now one of the things... Welcome to our cabal.
0: Back at the moon pool, Dr. Marisha King was the one going out in the sub while Sydney and Ty went out in their high-pressure dive suits.
3: Once you get used to these things are no problem. The worst parts you're already through from getting the, the goo in your throat. Yeah, <laughs> goo in your throat.
1: I didn't, mean to, I didn't mean to make it sound like that, but that's what happened.
0: <laughs> they began repairs on the damaged fiber cable when suddenly they were rocked by an earthquake.
3: Sydney, you reach out with your hand as fast as you possibly can, and you reach out and you grab onto the end of the fiber optic cable that just flings out of tiges and Tig, you go tumbling down the side of the habitat and you're bouncing on different pieces of it and sort of just going and, and it seems as though the habitat is starting to tilt sideways almost.
0: Deepwater Plymouth was toppled to a 45 degree angle, which mostly flooded the moon pool room. So the moon pool is, is
3: basically resting on the sea floor at this angle. You're just wondering how far up the water would go um, so you would even be able to get out of it and whether or not the room is still pressurized. Yeah, I'm gonna swim up in there and, um, and see. There is just a little bit. Uh, you would estimate like six feet, but you know, because it's sort of a triangle, um, but
0: a rounded off one because everything's spherical. It it, it diminishes quite quickly, you know. Finding the door locked, and since Tig was low on air in his damaged suit, Sydney decided to make her way to the second airlock near Plymouth's robotics lab. And that's when they lost contact with her.
3: Is Sydney dead?
0: Sydney, um,
3: is not responding. If you're trying to contact her, that is. No, she isn't. okay.
0: With oxygen low, Tig and Dr. Keene were left stranded, trying to figure out their next plan of action. They decided to take the submarine and see if they could reach the second airlock. Even with your tunnel vision, you slowly creep this
3: sub out from this cavern that Deepwater Plymouth makes, and you begin to go up towards the airlock.
0: But for now, let's rewind back to when they had left to go repair the cable. Before the earthquakes, and will follow the events that took place with Percy, Sid, and security officer Joel Lawrence. This is their story.
1: At this point, especially since Percy's all on his own down at the moon pool, um, Joel's just going to uh, buzz over to him on the uh, radio and say, um... Hey, you there? Coffee pot. You hanging around?
4: Um, yeah. Uh, I... I didn't want to go anywhere, but I'm still good here. You get those cameras working at all?
1: Not quite. I'm not much of a uh, camera guy. But listen, do you need to be on hand right when they get back? Or do you think it's better for the three of us to stick together?
4: Uh, Probably we should all stick together. They're going to need help getting out of the suits, but Dr. Keen will be with them for that.
2: Yeah, and honestly, uh, leaving one of us alone sounds like a real bad idea, huh?
1: Then why don't we regroup at the moon pool and uh, talk about what we can do while we're waiting for everyone?
3: Sounds good. You guys make your way to the main ladder system and start making your way down to the moon pool.
4: So, do we have any idea how long this is going to be? It's got to be hopefully less than an hour. That's about how long those suits are going to last them.
2: Well, that's a pretty good uh, bar of knowing how long they're going to be out there, at least, you know. Um, And it's a pretty simple job, right? Like, you know, you just connect one end to the other end, and then, you know, bingo bango, it's done, right? Joel shrugs. not the cable guy. Yeah, I I don't do
1: cables either. Well, listen, you guys are kind of the uh, the, the brains here. Do you want to just hang around waiting for them to come back, or do you actually want to do something maybe we can secure the first level of this place uh, how, how would we secure it he looks down at the flamethrower he's carrying <laughs> and then he looks back up
2: well yeah but you secure it with a flamethrower and how does that secure a whole level
3: everyone roll wisdom
1: I refuse because I failed I think <laughs> hell
3: yeah
2: <laughs> that is a massive fail
3: a success for me (laughs) Percy you look up and you hear the whoosh of the door open up from the hatch going down the ladder and you see that there is this amorphous creature with these appendages sort of making its way down and it has Wallace's face on it as it's making its way towards you guys and it's crawling at an impossibly fast pace what would you like to do
4: Shit, Wos is back and huck my coffee pot at him.
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Roll decks. Okay. Success! You hurl the coffee pot and it smashes and all of the liquid sort of spreads its way around this amorphous, just massive pulsating body, and it screeches in horror and kind of recoils for a second and then immediately comes towards you, Joel. What would you like to do?
1: Yeah, Joel like <laughs> immediately wants to light this thing up.
3: <laughs> Go ahead and give me a dex roll, uh, negative five alright cool yeah so uh yeah that's a
1: pass he just like steps in front of his companions and lets loose with the flamethrower
3: you hold down the trigger on this thing and you watch as this thing just flails and screeches in terror every single part of it sort of seems to calcify and just slowly it stops to it's writhing and wriggling in front of you and does anybody want to grab a, I don't know, fire extinguisher or anything like that? Sid is definitely not grabbing
2: anything. He is definitely just screaming right now like, Fucking hell, what's going on? <laughs> um, but not necessarily the most uh,
1: useful in this pinch. Yeah, Joel likes his monsters well done, so he's going to keep
4: burning it. And Percy can go deal with the fire. <laughs> Yeah, I, Percy will run for a fire extinguisher.
3: Sure. No problem. And you immediately start to put out the charred corpse of this. weird. Wallace creature.
2: Uh, are, are we sure we should be uh, putting it out like that? You know.
3: Are we sure it's still dead? Or... Percy, you know that there is oxygen? being pumped into here, and yes, you need to put out fires. <laughs> 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 I hadn't thought
4: about that, actually. <laughs> <But> <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, we do not want a flame to be kept burning here, and I kind of give it a little bit of like, a kick, whatever's left of it. Is it like crumbly?
3: Yeah, very much so. This is
4: definitely not a wallace anymore well i i don't think it was wallace
2: to begin with right like look at look at the thing right i i don't i don't know if i'd want to go kicking it you know i don't want to see the gooey center inside that thing two questions is it
1: still kind of moving or is it like charcoal it's <laughs> done okay it's
3: well done how big is this tentacle blob um this is obviously rough because it's sort of amorphous, but given that it's a circle, let's say about six foot in diameter. So pretty fucking huge. Yep.
1: Uh, uh, Joel's gonna stand over the charred corpse of this thing like a badass with the the flamethrower like held up, smoking from the edge of it. And he just like looks down. and He says,
3: "That's for Claire, you bastard!" And he spits as you're standing there you feel a small tremor and it only lasts for a few seconds and it shakes everything for just a moment and then it just stops
2: um did everybody else feel that or am I just still shaking
4: Joel nods you think that means they got the uh, cable attached cause I'm thinking it means something worse
2: I, I don't know what it's usually like when they attach those those cables, but um, usually when you attach a cable to something, it's not going to cause an entire thing to shake, right? Like,
1: Hell, do we have any
2: communication
3: with these people? Would you like to try? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Who would you like to try and hail?
1: Uh, the good doctor, because she has my stun gun.
3: <laughs> you speak into your comms over and over, and you get no reply. How about the other two?
1: Can he just cycle through, seeing if he can reach any of them?
3: Yeah. Um, you try and reach Tig and uh, Sydney. Roll me a percentile, please. Uh.
1: Oh, that's a one.
3: <laughs> Actually. Ty, you are currently uh, just getting done with the first tremor Uh, Joel hails you on the con Hello, anyone out there? Anyone at all? One, two, anyone?
1: I'm a bit busy at the moment Alright, just checking, kind of felt like an earthquake was about to tear this place down Want to make sure that was you, or
0: Oh, so you could feel that too
1: Uh, So yeah, with that confirmation, um, Jill's going to look over at Percy and Sid and say, do we have more tarp we can maybe
2: wrap this crispy creature in, tie it down, get it out of the way? Yeah, there was a bunch of stuff in that room with all the batteries and stuff, you know? That's not a bad
4: idea. Why don't we go do that? Uh, Coffee pot, you're coming with. Yeah, I was kind of planning on not separating as much as possible from here on out. Yeah, if I'm being honest, it was pretty stupid we left you alone to begin with. I wasn't going to be the one to point that out to the guy with the flamethrower. Joel just stares at you.
3: Valid point. (laughs) You make your way up the ladder and into the storage room, and absolutely, there are some tarps in there for you.
1: Cool. Yeah. Um, Let's start... uh, Is there anything else we need while we're in the uh, storage room?
2: Is there more coffee? I'd love some coffee. You know, I, I really, I was really looking forward to it when we brought up the coffee pot, but, um.
4: No? Okay. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Percy is probably just like digging through everything and trying to take stock of what's all here. Uh, is there like an air compressor? Like a small one?
3: Maybe in the shop, but not in here now. Okay. Also, that's that would be known as the robotics lab if you're looking at the map.
2: Or the garage. That's what I figured. You know. Okay.
1: Yeah. So I think while they're rummaging around the storage room for stuff, Joel's since he has a flamethrower, is just gonna like watch the door. So he'll just like stand in the door and keep a lookout.
4: You looking for anything specific, Percy, or um, need some help? Just trying to see if there's anything in here that'll uh, that can help with got anything at this point probably pick up like a battery and uh
2: yeah there's a bunch we got a bunch of uh triple a's around here and some nine volts you know that was how we made uh, a taser for claire
1: you know as long as you guys get tarps and some rope anything else you really need and uh he's gonna wait at the door till they're done
2: yeah and uh sid's gonna grab some of the batteries for uh for for Percy and uh, bring him over. I think I found some batteries.
4: Good, good. Um, I don't know what else we might need. Um, maybe if there's wire or cabling at all. Uh, with the cameras down, we might need to jury rig some way to rewire them. Nah, I don't think nobody
2: need to worry about no cameras. And um, I I'd, I'd like to do it
3: to him. Okay. So, Percy, give me a dex roll, please. Man. (laughs) Success. You jump back as a bunch of tentacles immediately shoot out from Sid's body and go and try and latch onto you. What would you like to do? Joel, 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 Joel! (laughs) I start. I start throwing batteries at him because <laughs> it worked with the coffee pot. Roll me another Dex roll. What are you doing, Joel?
4: Oh, it was a fail.
3: Okay.
1: Uh, so I think seeing that um, that uh Percy is panicking and what's going on, Joel's immediately going to like leap into action, and I imagine that. Um, like, I don't know how many batteries he has, but by the time he throws, like, the second one, Joel's already charging in, and he just, like, one strong hand on Percy's shoulder about to, like, step past him, um,
3: to do the deed. (laughs) You immediately burst open at the seams, vivisecting yourself, and there are these enormous teeth. Go ahead and roll me another dex roll, Percy
4: man
3: (laughs) hey net one you leap over the open jaws that make up the entirety of Joel's torso and start sprinting towards the door what would you like to do Percy
4: through the comms room down the hatch and I'm just gonna try and like slide down the ladder like hands on the outside shoes on
3: the outside all right, Joel and Sid, give me a dex roll, please. Oh Big old pass. That's, a, that's Oh, no. So, Joel, you immediately start tearing after Percy. Sid, you crash into the shelving units and they fall over and immediately bury you in various accoutrements and things like that. And your tentacles are writhing, trying to bring you out of this mess that you've gotten yourself into, and then I need everybody to make me a dex roll as another tremor hits the Deepwater Plymouth.
4: That
3: one, which is great in this game. (laughs) And that is a pass for me. Fail. Okay. Percy, as you get to the ladder to start climbing down, you feel this tremor start to shake all of Deepwater Plymouth, and It's much more massive than the last one and then all of a sudden everything starts to lurch from the side and you scramble to try and grab onto something but you just crash into the side of this spherical object that is currently housing you and giving you life. And at this moment, you realize that everything is at a 45-degree angle. But Joel and Sid, you have no trouble regaining your dexterity under your feet. And you are currently climbing up your way through the lounge, out of the gym, and into this area. And you can make eyes on Percy. What would you like to do? Superman punch him. Right in the face. Uh, give me a strength roll. Yeah, that's a pass. Go ahead and roll 3d8. Uh five, 12. That's how much damage you take, Percy, as Joel's fist just connects with your head and it just explodes like a watermelon and gore just covers the entirety of this room. Joel and Sid, what would you like to do?
2: Well, fuck, that didn't go as expected.
1: Uh, yeah, I think Joel's just gonna look back at Fluid's guy and say, um... This place doesn't seem too stable. We should, uh, get back downstairs.
2: Yeah, for sure, we should go over to the moon pool. Um, should should we bring the, the, the body... Joel just kind of shrugs and says,
1: If something like that hits this place again, I'm worrying about going topside. I'm almost thinking maybe we should just pile into the sub. And wait. Okay. Assuming, like, the sub's there and not broken from all this movement and stuff.
3: So you go and start making your way down the ladder, and when you open up the door to the moon pool... You see that it is completely flooded. There is about six feet at its apex, and it's sort of, the room is, the module is sort of circular, so you have, you know, enough room to have sort of like a bubble, but there are absolutely no submarines in this room whatsoever.
2: Well, fuck me. Yeah, I think
1: Joel's just, like, staring. And when you talk to him, he doesn't, like, respond right away. Like, he's thinking or trying to think real hard and
2: coming up blank. (laughs) So we need a way up. Um, The subs are submerged, I guess. Um, Always submerged when you don't want them to be, huh?
1: Joel shakes his head and says maybe we should go back to comms, see if we can see if they've repaired the cable and we can actually reach surface. Maybe we can reach them and tell them the situation is going on because one way or the other we gotta get that sub.
2: Yep,
4: yep, that sounds like a good plan.
3: You make your way back to comms? Go ahead uh, and try and raise whoever you're gonna try and raise. Uh, yeah, let's see. Keen didn't go
1: through. Uh, oh, same as before. Hey, you still there? Static. Um, then I guess he'll cycle to Sydney last, just to focus. Still static? Yep. Great. Uh, any of the comms functional, like, in terms of, like, reaching
3: the surface? Is anything... It, do we still, we still have power? <laughs> well, there's a klaxon going off. It's been going off basically since everything kind of went sideways. And, uh, You seem to still have power for the most part. Um, every single door that you go to, you have to enter in Hughes' code in order to open it up because it seems like everything is on lockdown at this point. Mm-hmm. But... You cannot raise anybody on the comms whatsoever. It seems like they might be damaged or perhaps they haven't gotten the fiber optic cable back up. You're not really sure at this point.
1: Uh, then probably Joel tries in vain at the comms for a little while to get anything working. And uh, he just I, I think at the end he just looks over at Sid and kind of begins shaking his head.
2: Mhm. Um, got a kind of weird idea. Could we? Um, we could repressurize the room with uh, with gas. See if we can lower that that water a little bit. Get to the get to the sub.
1: Joel does that thing where he goes slack jaw, where he can talk science to him because he totally doesn't follow, but he'll like slowly nod and
2: well, say, well, "If you see, if you get the the vent right and you pour... You pull more more gas through that vent. It's gonna inflate like a balloon. That 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 pocket of air, and uh, maybe buy us a little more more breathing room to, to get where we need to. See the dad or dive for the sub. You just tell me what I need to do. Well, well, my my thing with diving for the sub is, um, I, I'm I'm not prepared to go in that water. Um, I don't think we got the suits that can can handle that. Um, I think we would need to go to the the ventilation room I know I know the ventilation room somewhere around here um, maybe we can reroute some of the some of the pressure and see if we can force it out let's give it a shot
3: okay you start making your way down you find yourself at this hatch that is sort of beside where the entrance to the moon pool would be and it's not on your map because you're not supposed to go there that was one of the main things that was brought up in all of your training is that this is where the nuclear reactor is stored and you have no business going into any of the main components of here and so would you like to enter Hughes's code to get into where the main subsystems are powered and functioned on deep water plymouth
1: uh
3: yeah joel's just gonna kind of look at sid like are we actually are we
1: really gonna do this is this
2: our best shot i, I got no other ideas you know um let's see uh maybe the robotics lab might have something but you know if seeing as there's a nuclear reactor in here you know there's some pretty pretty hardy stuff, you know? If there's anything that's going to get us out of here, it's going to be behind that door, I think. Maybe? Well, let's do it.
1: Beep-boop-a-doop. I punch in a code.
3: It opens up immediately, and you can see that things are smoking and sparking and smoldering, and the air feels miasmic in here. Um,
2: okay. Okay. So it seems to be bad in here. Um, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, um, just as, as we're as we're going through, you know, maybe, maybe we should get some respiratory equipment. I don't know. We don't have any oxygen tanks, so that's not going to work. But uh, just the thing to keep in mind, you know, breathe as little as possible, and um, if the the if the nuclear reactor has uh, kind of uh, like, like, fractured. You know, don't worry about it because uh, you won't feel the radiation, and it'll kill you anyway. So you won't have to worry. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, I guess. I guess it's gonna try and uh, try and go in there to pull off his kinda batshit crazy plan.
3: <laughs> okay. So go ahead and give me an intelligence roll to sort of get your bearings.
2: That is a pass.
3: Okay. So you managed to find this uh, terminal that when you click through a few things on the touch screen, you managed to find all of the uh, oxygen stores on Deepwater Plymouth. And boy, howdy, do they not look good. Uh, You would estimate that Most systems are operating at 50% capacity at best. A lot of them, 25% or lower. Um, You think that maybe through some work, you could reroute it. This is not necessarily your area of expertise. So could you please roll me intelligence at disadvantage?
2: Of course. So the first one is a fail. Um, and yep can't fail any worse than a
3: 19 so you're typing away and clicking on things and you're trying to figure out a way to get the system to purge itself into the moon pool and you've figured out many ways to get it to purge into all of deep water Plymouth at once but that doesn't seem helpful
1: Hmm. well shit sounds like we're still fucked huh
2: yeah, pretty, pretty fucked. Uh, if I'm being honest, uh, we got we got pretty much no no air, um, and very little options. You think we could build a sub? I think that's the thing we could do. No, that's that's crazy. We 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 need to get to that sub. I don't know if that that water's too highly pressurized or if things will. I don't think we could dive that without those suits. Do you have a way to test
1: it? Throw something in, see if it explodes.
2: Uh, yeah, that's exactly actually what I was gonna say. If you throw something, uh, yeah, a- and Sid's gonna take off towards the 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 mess hall. Okay. Um. Yeah, I, I just need need a big chunk of a meat or something, um, something fleshy. Um. Oh, we got Percy's body. That's fleshy.
4: I was just about to say that. Um. <laughs> all right. <laughs>
2: oh, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, Sid's going to go get Percy's body and uh, drag it all the way over and throw it in where the moon pool is.
3: So you toss Percy's body. It's just trailing coagulated blood. And as his limp corpse hits the water... It floats down, maybe three inches before it just evaporates into this pink mist.
2: Yep, pressure too high, uh, confirmed. Um... Hey, at least we don't have to worry about anybody seeing the body if they come back. So, right side. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Joel just stares
4: at you. <laughs>
0: um. <clears throat>
3: So can I just say that I don't think that uh, John Carpenter ever anticipated that the thing would be making jokes? (laughs) 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 And I fucking love it.
2: (laughs) Um, (gasps) Yeah, I'm at a loss, really. Um, We could conserve oxygen by, uh, by rerouting it away from as many places as possible, you know? Only to the places we need. Um. By some time, yeah, we could see if there's more things for the suits. Um, I don't do biology bullshit, so uh, I don't know what would be in the bio lab. Yeah, I'm kind of at a loss here. Um, maybe the garage. I know that the garage had stuff to, to maintain the. Ma- maintain the high pressure diving suits. Maybe we could do. Well, you let's start with
1: the pop- oxygen to give ourselves more time. If we're going to figure this out, if there even is a way to figure it out.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, then back to the oxygen room, I guess. Um,
3: I mean, I, I didn't figure that you guys went further than, like, into the ladder well area. You know what I mean? Like, close the door behind you, have your discussion, so you don't have to, like, go anywhere. It's just right behind you. Oh, awesome.
2: Okay, cool. Um yeah, um so I I guess what 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 rooms don't we need right now? Um biology lab? Comms apparently. <laughs> um no I think we should have comms. Promptly. If they're still out there, if they get it get it hooked up, then we can we can get a radio out, right? I'm thinking we need comms, medical, this room, and anything that connects in between, maybe.
1: Sounds like a good starting point. If we're going to wait, we can wait in comms, see if anything kicks on.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sid's going to attempt to reroute everything away from, um, except for, like, those kind of core areas that he was talking about. Combs, the the med medical room, um,
3: the... Go yeah. ahead and roll intelligence. Cool. That is a pass. All right. You kind of click view a few commands on the touch screen, type in a few things, and you set a small timer, um, and in five minutes you will, uh, start to relieve oxygen from non-essential areas.
2: Okay, That's looks like like we're gonna be doing it. Um, alright, then let's go to comms, I'll keep... Banging my head
1: against buttons, so why don't you try to brainstorm on ways we can get out of this mess?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, mind you, getting to everywhere is incredibly awkward considering that the angle that everything is sort of tilted at. Um, so, it, it definitely takes longer than it normally would to get from module to module.
1: Yeah, it's like a McDonald's Playhouse. I'm sure it's a lot of
2: fun. <laughs> <laughs> So I've got a rather weird idea. It doesn't help with the decompression problem that we were talking about with the other stuff, right? But each of these modules, they can uh, they can take the, the pressure outside, right? Um, and they're all airtight. If we could if we could decouple one of these modules, we could just f- float this sucker up, right? It's like a balloon; it's full of full of full of air. I'm gonna be honest. If it makes sense to you, I'm willing to give it a shot. Well, if I'm being honest, not much makes sense to me right now. I'm completely out of my element. I would, I would rather have some of the other people round, really. But
3: Sid would know that one of the main things that would be involved would be getting on the outside to undo what is attaching the modules to,
2: yeah, we to still the need other to get ones in the water. Right. Yeah, that wouldn't make sense. Why else would we have repair people that uh, have, you know, high-pressure suits?
1: Yeah, so I, I imagine that while, like, you're doing all this science talk, maybe scribbling on paper like science folk tend to do, or so the TV shows have taught me, uh, that Joel is consistently
3: pressing buttons and trying to reach out in the comms. The, the door to the comms room slides open and Sydney walks in. Hey! Hey.
4: You're back. Yep. Uh,
2: a couple things. Uh Uh-huh. Cable's toast. Great. Well, fuck, yeah. Uh, the other two are stuck outside. Oh, and you're on the inside? Okay. You still got, you still got your suit?
4: I mean, they're pretty much useless without the doctor.
2: How the hell did you get in here?
4: I came in the airlock.
2: Okay. So, we got a suit. I can figure out a damn suit, you know? I, I helped the doctor put one of you in these things, right? Um, if one of us can use the suit to get to the sub, we can move the sub up to the bubble of air, and then we can get out of here. No?
1: Well, let's stop talking about it and start doing it.
2: Okay. Um. So- sounds like an idea. Um, let's... How much time did you have left on the suit? It doesn't matter once you take it off. Well, fuck um, I, I I'm trying to desperately kind of circle around that we're all just gonna die here. Um, so if anybody has any other ideas, um, that would be that would be great. I need to go get my hands on that suit.
4: I mean if you can purge the
2: suit, then you can wear the suit. Okay, let's let's do it. Let's try and...
3: Let's check it out. Yeah, let's check out this suit. <laughs> so you make your way over to the robotics lab, and you start to fiddle around with this suit. Go ahead and give me a intelligence roll at disadvantage, please. That is a pass. Holy shit. I rolled a 14 and an 11.
2: That was close, man.
3: You start messing around with everything that is uh, on the back panel of this thing, and immediately on the display, it says purging and starts counting down from 45 minutes. Well, it's purging. Um, Does that say 45?
2: Yeah.
1: Do we have 45? 45 minutes?
2: Your Well, we, we better. We've already uh, isolated as much oxygen as we can, you know? Um, I think it's kind of a waiting game now until it purges.
1: Well, if we have 45 minutes to wait around and hope not to die, then we best brainstorm what we're going to do once the suit's functional.
2: Well, I, I was thinking... Um, so the, the sub has an airlock, right? Um, so whoever's in the suit just needs to get to the airlock and get inside. The problem is, is once you're inside... You're going to be in the suit, not have a lot of maneuverability, but oh, could you push it? You know things move pretty well underwater. We just need to we just need to move the sub to the the pocket of air. Really,
1: can you pilot a
4: sub?
2: Uh, I can. I. I'm I'm going to level with you here. Um, <laughs> getting inside that suit is probably the most damn terrifying thing I've ever heard of in my entire life. Um, you know, like, the the, the, the scary uh, fuck-off tentacle monster and everything, um, that was, that was bad. This this is even worse, but... Yeah, if I'm in there, I might be able to pilot a sub, you know? Can't be much harder than, uh, driving a car. Joel crosses his arms and says, um...
1: I mean, I guess going out there and doing the thing would really prove, once and for all, that you truly are the fluids guy.
2: Yeah, I guess so. Um... I mean, if you're not
1: doing it to save all our lives, then at least you're doing it for yourself. <laughs> Joel puts a hand on your shoulder and says, maybe you have something you need to prove to yourself, huh?
2: No, I just find uh, maybe my worst fear is equal with my uh, fear of not wanting to die right now. I'd rather be terrified out of my ass than dead.
1: Sorry. Right. Fear keeps us focused.
2: Yeah, you know, we just gotta... We just gotta wait for this this suit to purge. Forty-five minutes.
1: Then just run over the plan until you remember it perfectly.
0: Uh-huh. Podcast network on Twitter at Time to Die RPG. The Deep is GM'd by Tim Demuse at Ida Grab Your Gun. Colin Tig Ward was played by Chris Riley at Chris Riley LCP. Joel Lawrence was played by Chris, aka Critically Accursed, at C Accursed. Valhalla Perseus Nunez, aka Percy, was played by Eric S. Pat. At es underscore patty Cake. Sid McMillan was played by Samuel. At samzilat 7 Sydney Clark was played by Robin Hot. At d i o x i a r i o, all of these Twitter links and more can be found in the episode description. If you're enjoying the show so far, we would be so grateful if you would rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. It would also help us immensely if you would tell a friend about us, or just post about us on social media. And if you'd like to hang out and even play tabletop roleplaying games with us, we have a Discord link in our episode descriptions or you can find all of our content at timetodierpg.com. We appreciate you listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of The Deep.